What's up, champs? Welcome to another episode of the Short Shifts Fantasy Hockey Podcast. I am your host, Ben Burnett. Joining me once again, back from the midterm grave, I, I presume. I don't I don't know anything about teaching. We have your other host, the talented Mr. E. Lewis Ezekiel. Lewis, my friend, my buddy, my pal. How are you on this fine, fine Tuesday evening? Feeling great. Ready to uh, talk some hockey. Really excited for this busy day. I was out of it in my matchup for so long last week that it's just nice to be in a competitive uh, uh, match here. So stuff happening actually matters to me. It was it was a dark time. Tell me about it, my friend. My opponent set a single season record for the most points in a night in the cupful against me last week. 117 fantasy points against. Uh, I am still tilting from that. So that's like uh, 20 goals, 23 goals. Uh, is, is it? Is that how many? <laughs> oh, my God. Math. Thank you. That, this is why we pay you th- uh, the big bucks, Lewis. You you do the that's math. Right. Legendary math teacher. Totally passed all those classes. <laughs> All right, Lewis, let's let's get into the practical application of those maths and start talking a little bit of fantasy. And we I wanted to start with the Washington Capitals, a team that we've talked about a lot lately, actually, and uh, an incredible game that I, I really enjoyed watching last night between Washington and Edmonton. Lots of goals in the third period. Apparently, the first 40 minutes were a bit dull, but that last period was was really exciting. And in particular, I want to talk about one of the players that's been most disappointing through the first four weeks of the season. That's Evgeny Kuznetsov, the Birdman, who had just six points through his first 12 games. Uh, Brian and Elon mentioned their concern on Sunday's mega show, but then pointed out because the Capitals have a streamagami this week, which, of course, shouts out to Cousin Dave of the stream scheme. Streamagami refers to a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday schedule. And Washington has those four beautiful off nights. And so recommended to hold. And thank God they did because Kuznetsov went nuts on Monday. Two power play goals, two power play assists. And not only that, he has been returned to the Ovechkin line. And after that offensive outburst, if you look at those full season numbers, he's up to a much more reasonable sounding 11 points in 13 games. I guess just be glad you held, and in my opinion, let's lengthen the leash here. Uh, Lewis, I'm curious to ask, obviously Kuznetsov, I'm used to living in a world where he's a fantasy disappointment this year, but at this point, pacing for 68 points on the year, uh, do you see him getting back up to that point-per-game pace, or do you think that you're a little uh, once bitten, twice shy just because of the slow start? You know, I think I'm not going to get myself too worried about the slow start. I feel like uh, he's perfectly capable of getting things back to where they need to be. Uh, color me someone who is unconcerned, and I would be into Kuznetsov. I'm actually kicking myself a little bit for not poking around and seeing uh, if any managers would have been willing to part with him uh, during that slow start. So, Well, Cousin Dave was the, unfortunately, Cousin Dave of the stream scheme was one of the folks who let go of Kuznetsov after he got moved off line one power play one. And uh, if you log into Twitter... Anytime this week, you'll probably see Cousin Dave tilting through the roof about Kuznetsov's big night. 
Uh, looking further down the score sheet on Monday, Dylan Strom continued rolling along, two goals and an assist. Eric Gustafson also put up three power play assists as he continues to rock out on power play one with John Carlson on IR. I talked Gustafson with Elon last week. He said he'd prefer to have Nick Jensen. I feel vindicated in saying that I would have gone Gustafson. And I'll just say maybe worth holding for a stream if you uh, think you can get him in on Wednesday, but definitely a risky proposition since Carlson has already begun to practice. Moving over to Colorado, we had a bit of a surprise uh, when we learned that Valerie Nishushkin went from being day-to-day to having ankle surgery without a whole lot of warning. Uh, he's going to miss approximately a month. Uh, obviously not great for those holding on to Nishushkin and hoping that he would be able to get back into things uh, in the meantime, but it is maybe some good news for folks who picked up Evan Rodriguez or who uh, have held on to him. He will likely benefit from a longer run on that top power play, but as we've kind of said ad nauseum by this point, uh, the Avs do have one of the worst fantasy schedules this week. They only play on that busy Thursday and Saturday. Um, and we've definitely seen, you know, from the Sharks and Predators, for instance, a bit of a struggle from teams returning from playing overseas. Uh, however, if you have a spare move and maybe you've got a slot on one of those days, they do play against a Blues team that has done uh, not a whole lot to stop opposition scoring uh, on Monday of next week. Uh, so keep an eye on Erod in case your opponents can't fit him into their lineup. Maybe he's lingering around on the wire. Uh, he looks to enjoy about a month of top power play time and uh, will give you a nice jump start uh, to next fantasy week with that game on Monday. Yeah, it looks like uh, they found a nice little erogenous zone for him on the, the top power play. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. <laughs> he's going to love that. <laughs> We're keeping that, right? Yes, keep it in. So definitely a bummer to find out that Nishushkin's out for another month. I was like, he was uh, one of the few bright spots for my horrible Kakupful team early on this year. Um, 12 points in his first seven games, seven goals on 26 shots, averaging almost four shots a game, 20 and a half minutes a night. Just a really fantastic start to the season for Nishushkin, a guy who previously had a career high of 52 points in 62 games last year. That's a, you know, just under a 70 point pace. This year he was doubling that on pace for 141 points. Certainly would not ever suggest that he was uh, on that 140 or, or you know what, I'm going to go as bold as to say I don't expect Nishushkin to hit a 100 point pace when he comes back. But I was starting to buy him as a, a guy who could put up a point per game at the very least until Landeskog returns. But I, it'll maybe depend on who gets up onto the top unit or or which forward uh, keeps that role after Landeskog returns. Uh, regardless, though, I, I kind of feel like Nishushkin is at least a 70-point guy at this point. Uh, do you have any thoughts? Do I sound like I'm I'm floating too high at this point? No, I like where your head's at. You know, um, Brian and Elon spent some time talking about Lekkonen uh, during the last episode. And while he did score a power play goal, I do feel like he's probably, you know, barring, you know, some, some understanding of the arcane nature of how power plays are set up, which is sometimes a little beyond me. 
I do think that he would be more likely to leave the top power play than Nishushkin. You know, Nishushkin's a guy that we have, you know, came in with a strong pedigree. When he was with Dallas, there was a lot of hope for him, and he fell so far short of it and spent time overseas. But he does seem to be hitting his stride a little bit. I like him as a 70-point guy for sure, as you say, uh, with upside potentially as long as he's playing. Um, I mean, anyone playing top line and top power play in uh, Colorado has a shot at point per game. I wouldn't I wouldn't expect it, but I think the upside is is there for him. All right, Lewis, we're hopping over to our next headline. Another team we've talked about ad nauseum this season. That's the New Jersey Devils, a team that as Brian mentioned the other night looks to be one of the better teams in the NHL and Brian and Elon spent a lot of time talking about Vitek Vanacek uh, following a injury to Mackenzie Blackwood. And we now have a little bit more information on that injury. Blackwood was diagnosed with a sprained MCL after suffering an injury last Thursday. Expected to miss three to six weeks, which uh, if you listened to Sunday's mega show, that likely does mean that Vitek Vanacek will continue to get starts. He's off to a pretty decent start against Calgary so far tonight. Apologies if I am jinxing you and your fantasy team and you're mad at me in the morning. Um, the Devils did also announce that Andre Palat would miss eight to ten weeks after groin surgery. Palat was pretty mid before he went down, so hopefully there aren't many folks holding on to him or, you know, counting on him coming back. I feel like Mackenzie Blackwood is a guy that I would not necessarily be holding on to if you're short on IR spots, but definitely would be stashing in something like the Cupful where you have four IR spots. Uh, otherwise, I think, uh, yeah, I'm probably going to let him go just because VTech's been so good and Blackwood really hasn't been solid enough that I'm worried about him getting sniped on the waiver wire if he comes back. Probably just a, a split crease anyway. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of holding on to tandems uh, when I can, you know, if I have room to stream in other players. I just think the inconsistency, you know, you might be looking at one game a week potentially and if that game goes poorly then what did you use that slot for so yeah i think that's the right idea stash him if you can maybe see if he'll be you know worth rostering when he comes back you can kind of punt that uh decision down the road a little bit um but yeah it does seem like at least for now it's vtex net but let's keep in mind too you know we spent a lot of time last season trying to learn from our from our previous efforts uh, a lot of times saying, oh, you know, it's this guy's time in the sun, and then they would shrink back, uh, have a bad game or something. So, you know, just it's worth keeping an eye on for sure, because that is a talented team uh, and could get you some wins if he ends up taking, you know, a 1A or a, or a true one position, uh, although I wouldn't I wouldn't be counting on it. All right, from injuries to outcheries, let's head over to Vancouver, where Brock Besser returns to the Canucks lineup from a six-game absence after suffering a hand injury on October 22nd. He's slotting in on a new top-ish line with Pearson and Miller uh, and is returning to his spot on Power Play 2. Not a ton to talk about with Besser's return. Certainly good to have him back. We've seen the lines in... Uh, Vancouver bounce around quite a bit, so uh may take a game or two or three to decide. We've sort of seen what we can expect to see moving forward, um, but certainly something to keep an eye on. And we're actually going to have a little more on a hot streak in Vancouver right after a quick break. You're listening to Short Shifts. All right, folks, welcome back. As promised, we're going to take a look at a hot streak in Vancouver, uh, and the guy we want to discuss is Ilya Mikheyev. Uh, 6% owned already uh, with a goal here on Tuesday night. So uh, great timing as always. You love to see it. Um, you know, uh, 
there's been a lot of talk about Pedersen and Kuzmenko, uh, both on the mega show. So we wanted to give some time uh, to give proper credit to the third member of Vancouver's second line, such as it is, uh, as Ilya Mikheyev is on a hot streak of his own now with four goals and three assists over the past five games and change. Uh, they're about halfway through that game as we speak today. So there may be more on the way. Uh, as we mentioned, at just 6% rostered, uh, Mikheyev is the most widely available member of the line. Uh, and they have been absolutely outstanding and have a Wednesday and Sunday game still remaining this week. Um, but it is worth pointing out they are overperforming. Uh, so we shouldn't expect them to keep up their current paces. Uh, I use the natural stat trick line tool. Uh, and that EP Kuzmenko Mikheyev line has been great in the nine games together at even strength. They've scored 78% of the goals while they're on the ice. Uh, that is pretty wildly above their expected goals for percentage of 61%. Uh, and the main culprit here, the reason this isn't a huge surprise is because they're shooting 22.58% uh, on ice. So collectively the team is shooting over 20% while they're on the ice. That would be wild if it was just one player on a crazy hot streak. It is much more wild when it is all five. It's got to be at least 5% higher than should be expected because even the most elite lines like Pavelski, Robertson, Hints, uh, they have an on-ice shooting percentage just under 16% at even strength, and even that is probably a little inflated. Um, but even still, a return to earth for their on-ice shooting should still keep all three productive. Uh, and with two off games remaining this week, uh, Ilya could be the McKee to your victory. Nice one. Yeah, I really like Mikheyev as a, a potential streamer. And uh, frankly, you know, you mentioned Besser before the break. I'm pretty over Brock Besser. I see him as roughly equivalent to Ilya Mikheyev. So if Mikheyev is on your waiver wire and he's been floundering there for a while, I would not be too worried about putting Besser back there as well after these upcoming off nights. All right, Lewis, I'm going to take us over to Tampa Bay next, where we got to talk about another player who's already scored a goal tonight. I swear to God, we are, uh, if my Cupful team was as lucky as the players we select for the hot streak section, uh, I would be 4-0. Unfortunately, uh, they are very much not. Um, I want to talk about Brandon Hagel, though, playing on a top line with Braden Point and Nikita Kucherov. And while Hagel started pointless through the first five games of the season, He's now up to 11 points in eight games played, and tonight's game is uh, not quite finished. So, hey, maybe that'll be higher by the time you're hearing this. Uh, Hegel is now up to 23% rostered across Yahoo. So starting to come out of the deep league streamer level, I see that continuing to climb unless he starts to fall off a cliff soon. I, I have to think, though, that Tampa Bay is pretty excited to find somebody who can play next to uh, Point and Kucherov and, and be this productive. I mean, we've seen Andre Palat go on streaks up there, and I'm not suggesting necessarily that Brandon Hegel is going to be above the, like, beyond the level that we've ever seen Andre Palat, but nice certainly to get a very cheap option after Palat went and signed a nice deal with New Jersey in the offseason. Uh, if you look under the hood, you know, it's the it's the same old story. The shooting percentage is a touch high. The on-ice shooting percentage is also a little high, but not so much that I'm terrified that Hagel will fall off a cliff. In general, I'm starting to kind of buy this guy as a 60-point player. Maybe 55 to 60 points, but I feel a little bit bullish right now. And maybe it's just because, you know, he scored another goal tonight. I just, he's in such a good spot. 
He's a young player that hasn't played a ton, so we haven't necessarily seen what he can do. And he was pretty solid on a bad Chicago team last year. So overall, I'm pretty interested in Brandon Hagel. And uh, if you can still snag him off a, a waiver wire, or if you could reach out to a fantasy manager who thinks of this as kind of a random hot streak, and maybe you make a trade that is more or less even on the, on the top piece, but then you get a throw in at the bottom and, and haggles the guy coming back to you. Uh, that's kind of a nice trade that, and, and maybe a nice opportunity to sort of, I guess we use the term buy high in this case before the, uh, before your trade opponent kind of recognizes that there might be something to this. Obviously I'm not saying buy him, uh, at a point per game, like he's been over the past eight or above, but, uh, yeah, I think if you can get him as just like a streamer level guy thrown in, I think there's a chance that he outperforms that and he becomes a rosterable player for you rest of the season. Yeah, definitely nice to see. He's kind of like the the third member of the Nouveau triplets with Kucherov and Point. And if he sticks in that spot, obviously, uh, that's a ton of talent for him to get to play with. Uh, yeah, I'm into it. I liked him last year in, in Chicago and I like him a lot more uh, playing with Kucherov for sure. All right, we got to talk about some cold streaks now, and this is one that was uh, requested by a few people. We're going to talk about Pavel Buchnevich. Uh, the fantasy preseason favorite just has not been the same since he came out flying with a power play goal and an even strength assist in the Blues' first game. Uh, he immediately missed three games to a lower body injury and hasn't gotten on the score sheet in four games since his return pending Tuesday night's results. Uh, despite, you know, being lined up with Tarasenko and Thomas uh, for the bulk of his minutes. Uh, Tuesday night, uh, saw the Blues go to the line blender again, so Saad is taking uh, Tank's place on that line. So consistent line mates hasn't exactly been a theme, and I wonder if that is at least partially to blame uh, for Bushnevich taking a little bit of time to settle in. He's getting good minutes around 17, 18 a night. He's getting a majority of power play time in three of the last four games he's played since returning to action. And he's taken a couple shots per game, which is, you know, still a bit under his average, but uh, you know, he hasn't scored yet on 10 shots at even strength. He's only gotten in on one of the five even strength goals scored while he's been on the ice. So if we regress to his average, you know, we would have an extra goal, two more assists. I think that's a much more palatable number for him. Uh, I think hang in there, Bushnevich owners. I don't think you're going to get anything for, for getting rid of him at this point. You certainly can't drop him. Uh, I think that we're going to see some uh, course correction here before too long, just uh, by nature of regressing to the mean on his numbers, and hopefully the Blues can kind of get it together offensively as well. Buy low. Yeah, I think uh, I think that is definitely uh, a good a good piece of advice there. Yeah, no, that's that's all I'm hearing when you say this, Lewis. Is this is a guy who put up you know seventy seventy five points last year, uh, and is not losing deployment in a in a way that freaks me out. It, it's just that the team has been lousy, and and I think that he's somebody who's going to turn a corner and and be a really good buy uh, this year. Uh, I'm going to get into our final streak of the night, and that's Mason Marchment, a player who I was very excited about to start the year uh, after he started with six points in four games played. And ever since, eight games later, just one goal and one assist, playing with Tyler Sagan and Denny Garionov, as well as the power play two in Dallas. But when you look under the hood at this line, they're getting a little bit wrecked at even strength. They're below even at course in Corsi 4 and expected goal percentage. And while I thought that losing uh, Marchment for the Panthers uh, in the offseason would have impacted their offense, 
Anton Lundell's numbers look absolutely stellar. Uh, they've jumped up to otherworldly levels. He's at like 62% expected goals this season. I kind of thought that Marchment was part of the part of that. And and you know what? I'm sure it has a lot to do with chemistry and things like that. But I'm, I was surprised to see Marchment dipping below 50% because he just seemed like the sort of guy who was uh, a puck possession demon. And, and he is really strong. He has strong puck skills, but clearly not translating in the same way as it did when he put up a 70 point uh, pace last year in Florida. So while I do think that Marchman has a lot of talent, I am backing off my early season excitement. Uh, I no longer think that he's likely to break out this year. He is pacing for 55 points on the year at the moment, and that number looks about right. So I'd say hold in deeper leagues when Dallas has a good schedule or yeah, like he might be a decent streamer option. Um, They have a good schedule later this week as one example but ultimately i don't think he's going to get the minutes to be fantasy relevant in shallower leagues unless we see a serious line shakeup in dallas but i think that this is a, a team with a very very difficult bar to clear if you're not on that top line and i don't see them splitting the uh, aforementioned jason robertson hints and pavelski lineup anytime soon so Definitely, if you are in a deeper or a shallow league or a you know a ten or twelve team league, I think you can say goodbye to Mason Marchment because there's going to be somebody who's there will be other sixty point players on the waiver wire that you can swap over to when needed. Lewis, that is all the time that we have for tonight. For myself, Ben Burnett, I am signing on out of here. Lewis, it was great to see you. Welcome back to the show, and looking forward to chatting with you on Thursday. All right, Ben. So great to be back together again. Uh, lots of fun. Folks, thank you so much for joining us. Please be sure to give us a follow at Short Shifts KK, as well as Brian and Elon at Keeping Carlson, Dave Betton of the Stream Scheme at NHL Stream Scheme, and definitely recommend you follow at Game Day Lines, at Game Day Goalies, and at Game Day News NHL, all of which is organized together so nicely, team by team, at the site GameDayLineTweets.com. Please visit that site and the other great sites we used to research our episodes with at Yahoo, Frozen Tools, and Natural Stat Trick. Our intro and outro music was created by Pat Roach. John Reed is our digital media producer. Uh, and not this week, but most weeks, you can see us on Tuesday and Thursday nights at 8.30 on Keeping Carlson uh, twitch.tv slash Keeping Carlson. Until we see you next time, play smart and keep your shifts short.